Welcome to Three Tales Max, the chronicles of my life. And I'm putting this together for really my family. The reason I call this Three Tales Max is if you hear more than three of these tales at one time, I guarantee you you're going to say, that guy's lying, that cannot possibly be true. Well, this is the truth as I remember it. An autobiography, a recap of my life, the chronicles of Three Tales Max. Remember... It's not my fault. It doesn't take a whole lot for our family to have traditions, especially around the holidays. And it seems like uh, it's, you know, just, just, just doesn't. It seems like it, no matter what you do, you got to be careful. All of, a sudden, all of a sudden, it turns into a tradition. You know, I guess there's that, you know, a couple of sayings, you know, you never know when you're making a memory or. You know, I've been doing this function like this for the last 20 years. I'm not about to start to change now. Well, that stuff all applies to my family and the traditions. Alice, Buck, Chuck, they just don't like change either. I mean, they don't like change. I, uh, I move the furniture. No, Alice doesn't like that. She asked me to put it back and she won't stop until it actually like pops into the exact spot on the carpet where it was sitting before. No change in my family. So we've got to be careful. You know, when you start out to do something new, you better do it as you want to do it, or you can be doing it wrong the rest of your life, if it becomes a tradition. You know, it's the simple things. Like, Alice was having problems at school, uh, grading and collecting grades and all that kind of stuff. And, uh, you know, Alice always said, you know, the teacher keeps the green book. That's basically the grade book. Well, you know, she was doing everything with calculator and pencil, and she asked me one time, you know, um, how do you do you, my grades? I was teaching something at the time, and I, I told her I you know, made this little spreadsheet, uh, Excel spreadsheet up. This was years ago when, you know, it wasn't as easy to do things in Excel as it is now. And so I showed her all the ins and outs. So I basically just made an electronic grade book for myself. And she looked at that and said, oh, man, can you, can you give that to me? Can you make that for me? And I was like, yeah, yeah, I made it for her. And so she takes it to her school, and uh, she's in a public school system. They have zero money, zero money for anything. Well, and you know, these time-consuming functions like, you know, grading papers and, you know, everything's manual at this time in the world. There's no real computerized scenario in the public school system. So some of her friends, Goards, saw this this uh, you know spreadsheet and they ask her to give it to them and I you know I don't care it's just a you know, stupid old spreadsheet well for some reason you know her her her, her peer group all the thought all of a sudden thought I was a computer genius well, I'm not you know, I just you know, was able to read the instruction manual and get something done um, and, and and you know people you know started to ask her for me to help them. Right now, that's fine. Okay, I don't care. You know, but this tradition's getting really weird all of a sudden. You know, and Allison's about to change. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Max will help you out. Well, you know, it's just so. You know, I used to uh, do tutoring at the college level for um, calculus and geometry and trigonometry, and um, you know, Alice knew I did that, so she volunteered my services for that. So all of a sudden, you know, I'm I'm the math tutor of the local public school. Yeah, whatever it's you know it's just it's a, and all of a sudden it turns into a thing you know you know Alice is a teacher she wants me to help her students I get it but all of a sudden I'm teaching 
math to tutoring math to a lot of students, you know, like, yeah. and sometimes they're not very real grateful people either, like, because uh, they don't charge anything, it's all free, you know, just friends of Alice's, I guess, I don't know, well, you know, so this one person, I, I didn't, I, you know, I was supposed to meet this, this uh, boy and do some tutoring, so I had him come to my house, and and then knock on the door, and the door opens up, and this her his mother just comes charging in, just like with her arms folded across her chest, like you know, you know, like a football player just pounding people down with their elbows, and so, you know, all of a sudden she gets the nickname Elbows, and I still have this tradition of being the math tutor. Oh, jeez, you know, thank God things like when I was a kid growing up didn't become a tradition. Yeah, my, my dad was always kind of a character anyways, but, you know, you ever hear that, you ever hear that joke, well, you know, we're not allowed in the, in the A&P anymore? Well, that's actually tr- almost true. You know, I was, uh, I was in the A&P, actual, Atlantic Pacific Grocery Company, A&P, and um, <laughs> we were shopping, and dad was in the frozen meat department. It just so happened, so was I. And you know, the next thing I know, my day, it was a hot summer day and there was no air conditioning or anything at those times. Next thing I know is uh, my dad has the frozen meat shoved down the back of my pants and I'm screaming and hollering and whatever. It's a, it wasn't a fun time for me or anybody. But anyways, you know, family traditions. There, there's lots of them in our house. Um, one, several have start, started on the Black Friday scenario. Now, it all comes from, uh, you know, my family's love to eat. That's just the way it is. My family loves to eat. And boy, can they eat. I mean, they can eat. Uh, it's, so, you know, naturally, you know, Black Friday's between Thanksgiving and the first day of buck season, right? And all the shopping and stuff. But, I mean, it, you know, it's a, it's a day for leftovers. I, I'll never forget uh, I was visiting my cousin in Cleveland. I walked into his kitchen, and he had this picture of, you know, meatloaf, corn, mashed potatoes, and gravy. And I was like, hey, what's this about? He's like, that's the best meal I've ever eaten. My wife cooked it. I ate it. I put it up there for, I took a picture of it, took it up there to remember it. This was long before Facebook and people posting pictures of their food from restaurant. Uh, just, just stuff like that happens. Um, a lot, you know, and, and it becomes a becomes a tradition. Uh, Black Friday. Um, I guess maybe it started because it was happenstance. I didn't like to shop. I still don't like to go shopping. And Black Friday is a big shopping day, as you well know. Now, for me, you know, and my family, when I was living, uh, you know, as a teenager, young man at home with my parents... My brother, Black Friday was the day you prepared to go buck hunting on Monday because the Monday after Thanksgiving was buck season. So, you know, it, it, it took on a different light after I got married and I was around Alice and her family. And, you know, it's time to make our own traditions, and we sure did. Um, so one day I decided, you know, I, I'm just going to make some um, spaghetti sauce and some Polish nut rolls on Black Friday, right? And I, you know, I, I kind of attributed to, um, you know, my wife has an Italian 
facet of her background, and I have a Polish facet of my background. Uh, we both hail from, uh, our roots hail from, you know, Europe. And I thought, what, what better way to kind of just, you know, think about it. Be, you know, be a part of what was in the past. And, and I said to Alice, like, look, you know, I'm always babysitting when she goes shopping anyways, and it's not a problem. You know, I'm not babysitting. I'm just having fun with my children. And so I said, look, you know, we're, the kids and I are going to do some baking. And we did. And it's a long story how the recipes evolved. That's, you know, it's, it's, they're actually, you know, traditional recipes uh, for the family, uh, both Alice's family and my family. Um, Alice's family, her grandparents owned a small family restaurant, Italian restaurant. Uh, they both came directly from Italy. And whatever, you know, they, they were known for their spaghetti sauce and their pizza. And, and uh, you know, my mom uh, is, wasn't Polish, but the town I grew up in was uh, just, you know, it was a Polish town, a Catholic Polish town. And my mom was very community oriented and she would, uh, you know, interact with these Polish ladies, these old Polish ladies, man. Um, my grandmother was an old Polish lady. You know, she hailed from Poland. Um, she was, you know, she came from Poland to the United States. Well, you know, so, you know, my, you know all this stuff's going on. My mom actually uh, got from the Polish people how to make uh, Polish nut rolls. You don't know what that is. It's it's like a dough. It has this uh, nut filling in the center. It's very, it's this filling somewhat sweet. And the outside dough takes on all kinds of shapes. So a lot of people make the dough like a bread. And um, the town I grew up in, or a couple of the old Polish women made that dough like a cookie, a hard cookie, crusty kind of thing. And, you know, so there's all kinds of variations on recipes. And, and that's where we are. I, I took these recipes and decided it's time to start doing something. Why? Because, you know, it's... It was tradition for my families to make nut rolls, Polish nut rolls, uh, for Easter. Not for Christmas, but for Easter. And, you know, I just thought, well, they freeze very well. So does the, the, the uh, spaghetti sauce. So I just thought, we're going to do this. Okay. So um, these things to make them from scratch are very time consuming. To do these two things on Black Friday, I start at six o'clock in the morning and typically we're not done till four or five in the afternoon. And this is with the boys helping, okay? You know, there's, and it's almost like an assembly line. You know, you set up things to do and over the, over the years, this tradition has evolved into, this is my job. I do this, you do that. You know, I do this this time of day. You know, it's, it's an assembly line. Like in the morning, I get up and I, I, I chop everything and get everything into a, a 15 quart pot to make uh, spaghetti sauce and I put it on the stove to simmer. It's going to simmer all day long. Well, so so the kids don't really have, you know, a lot to do there at the setup of that. But while it's, so that, that takes a bit of time, but what, the very first thing I do when I get out of bed in the morning on Black Friday is I uh, make this dough for the uh, nut rolls. It takes a bit of time to set and process the yeast rises and close, you know, whatever. Um, so, you know, those two things are happening before the kids got out of bed. And, and remember, this started when my children were very young. You know, they were in maybe grade school, middle school when this hat started. Uh, been doing it a long time. Uh, my kids are now 30 plus years old. So, oh, anyways, you know, I'm, I'm just, you know, it's, just kind of just think about it. this is my heritage, you know, and this is, I talk about it, 
you know, what, what happened in the family? This is how this happened. This is how that happened. You know, just, uh, you know, you know, talking about things because we're, 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 we're doing something. You know, we're doing uh, uh, spaghetti sauce and, 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 and nut rolls for my, the Italian and the Polish side of, of my heritage, or, of the children's heritage. I'm not Italian. Um, so, you know, we set up this assembly line, da 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 um, so then it comes time to start to assemble and make the, the actual uh, nut rolls. We call them logs, okay? It's short for the nut rolls. We call them logs. You know, so, yeah, it starts out, everybody had their job. So it, start, it started out, I was originally, this is way back when, it's changed a little bit. Yeah, it changed. Uh, I, would, I would be the person who would roll this dough out. And it has to be rolled out really thin. I mean really thin, like an eighth of an inch give or take. When you're rolling a, a, a yeast dough on a table that thin, it, it takes a little bit of skill. At least for me, you know, I'm not a baker. Uh, so it was Buck's job. He would, you know, cut off a piece of dough from the from the dough supply in his big bowl, and he would throw it on the table. I would, you know, on a flour table, I'd be rolling it out. So the other thing we had was we had to make this big bowl of filling, these, these this, this nut compound, you know, so we had these walnuts and we ground them up and we put them um, in a bowl that was on a table. By the way, this isn't a cooking show. This is a <laughs> this is a podcast about traditions in my life. I just thought about it. it sounds more like a cooking podcast than it does traditions. But anyway, so um, you know, there's a seminar. There was a time when you know, kids got older and they you know, they were teenagers and they still wanted to do this. So what what happened is is you know after I get the dough roll dough rolled out, I would you know bucks you know ADD would be stupid right he was like hey 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 Philly, Philly. so i got started saying that so i started saying nut me all right so that means put nuts on this piece of dough and there's a little bit of thing to do that or whatever so i you know i'd roll it up and, and uh, put it on this, this baking sheet and then chuck took over okay his job was from that point forward and it's a really important job it doesn't sound like when i tell you this but he was in charge of the actual baking of this nut logs or the logs um and believe me you can mess it up quickly. Uh, he got, you know, he had to put an egg wash on it and put sugar on it, and he had to time it. You know, had to put it on the bottom rack. We have a gas oven, obviously, naturally. Um, so he would put it on the bottom rack, and then you have to put it on the top rack. So he just kind of cycled this through. So when all said and done, we have about 25 to 30 of these logs made. They're maybe, uh, I don't know, 12, 18 inches long, maybe 2 inches in diameter, Um well, it takes a long time to do that. I mean, a long time. And so this, over the years, you know, it's turned into this tradition. You know, now the boys are talking about it. Uh, you know, they're like, uh, you know, we, we don't live together anymore. You know, my children, um, Chuck lives in another country. He doesn't even live in the United States anymore. Um, at this time, anyways. Uh, so, you know, and, and Buck lives close to where I live now, but not super close. And so, it's, you know, you get emails and phone calls and FaceTime from the guys, you know, hey, hey, you know, are you ready for Black Friday? You know, we're going to set this up. You know, we're going to do this, we're going to do that. And uh, now now that Chuck isn't there, Alice has to fill in. And Alice filling in for Chuck's job is a big deal because none of us, you know, it's, it's tradition. We've always done it like this. We've done it like this for the last 20 years. We're not about to change now, right, that, that concept. So, so we, you know, we started out and still continues today. Chuck doesn't live in the United States. We FaceTime him in, and he sits there on a computer the entire time. We're making logs, and he's telling Alice what to do and what not to do and what she's doing correctly and what she's doing wrong. And she has to take, 
take the phone over and show them the, the oven and have them look at the logs. And you know, He's thousands of miles away, but he's still involved with, with this tradition. It's just something you can't give up. Um, and you know, we, make a, we make a whole lot of, of um, spaghetti sauce and nut rolls. Okay, and, and you know, we make so many we can't really use them. We have to freeze them. Okay, so and spaghetti sauce and, and uh, nut logs logs uh, work really well frozen. It's not a problem. So, well, one year, um, I yeah, I just didn't have any money, and I thought, you know, I, I want to give uh, the people who work for me and all my peers at work, I wanted to give them something for Christmas. So I decided to take, yes, frozen logs and frozen sauce into my workplace. I handed them out. Yeah, it's a big block of ice. You know, I'm handing them out in the morning. They're there all day. They thaw out. Okay. So that, you know, I do that the first year. And I do that. It's like, oh, you know, it seemed like everybody liked it. I did it the second year. And then the third year, I like didn't really do it to everybody, just a couple of people. Well, that is not the way this tradition works, even at my job. I have people calling me up. It's like, you know, getting close to Christmas. Uh, Hey, Max, uh, aren't you going to give out logs and sauce this year? Like, I'm, you know, I'm waiting on it. I I want it. It's like, oh, okay. Um, I guess I will. You know, give out logs and sauce and, uh, you know, whatever. It's it's something that we make. It's something I like to eat. It's not everybody's taste. I know that. Um, like, like way back when we first started, um, Buck had a music teacher, and one day, you know, he knew that I was uh, giving out sauce and logs uh, to people at my work for for um, Christmas presents. So he decided he was going to take um, a jar. At this point in time, this was prior to freezing it. We used to home can it, um, so it was a it was a quart jar, and um, it was sealed. Obviously, you could store it for a year or so. Uh, so he took this and gave it to the to his music teacher and never never thought anything about it. Well, the next year for, at Christmas time, the music teacher asks Buck, you know, hey, look, are you going to give me some more of that sauce? And Buck's like, well, I can. Why? And he's like, well, that was like the best spaghetti sauce I ever ate. He says, I just finished it. And Buck's like, what? He said, I gave it to you last Christmas. And yeah, he says, to be honest with you, I didn't think it'd be any good because it was homemade. He says, then I taste it. He says, I can't get enough of it. Would you please give me some more of this for this Christmas? So this is kind of how it goes. Look, it's nothing out of this world great. It's just spaghetti sauce that we've made and, and, and made to our level of, of uh, taste. Some people probably don't like it. It's rare um, that everybody likes everything in this world, right? Um, so I just, you know, it's one of those things you, you like to do, and I'm glad people like it. Uh, yeah, a similar thing happened to one of my other buddies at work. One of my buddies at work, uh, he had a family, you know, three or four kids, and I had given him the spaghetti sauce and the logs, and um, he'd, he'd taken it home the night before. I guess he left the sauce in the refrigerator to defrost, and um, he came home the next night, and his daughter, what, probably a teenager, um, was sitting there with a spoon, had eaten it all, and, and uh, you know, he's like, what are you doing? You know, where's ours? Where's the feelings? Like, she's like, oh, I thought this was fair game. Like, this is really good. He's like, oh, you just ate it with a spoon? She's like, yeah, I ate it with a spoon. So obviously he comes back to me the next day and he's like, hey, Max, I hate to do this, but 
you know, my daughter ate all the sauces. Anyway, you give us some more. We really like your sauce. Oh, sure. Yeah, no problem. It just so happens that this guy, this very guy, is Polish. I mean, he is Polish in and out. His whole lineage, both sides of his uh, family, mom and dad, are, I mean, they're Polish. Okay? Not anything but Polish. Okay? And he knows what a log is supposed to taste like. Now, anybody who knows anything about logs, they'll tell you, I buy them, I don't make them, because they're so labor-intensive. And I mean they are labor-intensive. And my buddy knows this, because he has seen his grandparents make them. He never, he, his, his mother and his wife and his family, this, this you know, log process stopped at his grandparents, because it's just crazy. And it's pretty expensive to make it when you have no money, okay, and you're making that many of them. So... He appreciates it. And, and there are other people that I give logs to that, that know what it's all about and appreciate it for what it is from a labor standpoint uh, and a product standpoint and to get it baked properly. You don't understand how difficult it is to bake these things. Um, so, you know, my buddy's, you know, he, he really, really likes the logs. And, and uh, I'm not very good at writing or, or, or putting my sentiments to, to paper. This guy wrote beautifully and so every every time i would give him uh, this christmas present of logs and sauce he would write this really really nice note to me great man oh my god beautiful i, I mean he just he touched your heart with this note okay and because he was really appreciative of it, appreciative of it you know he, he liked the gesture uh he liked the, the stuff well so he uh he and i kind of parted you know he he and I moved separate separately. He lives in a, a state far away from me now, and um, you know. So right after this happened, I thought to myself, "Look, you know, he is probably one of five people in the world that I know that knows anything about logs." Uh, so I just decided, you know what? I'm going to mail one to him. Right, frozen. And it'll get to them a couple of days. Doesn't matter if it thaws out. There's nothing in there that's going to be uh, uh, bad if it thaws out. It's like it's like mailing a piece of bread, right? I mean, it, 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 if it's not refrigerated, it, it doesn't really matter. If it gets too long, it'll mold, right? But this, anyways. So I I did that. I I got a shoebox the very first time. I took a bunch of newspaper from our hometown where I, that I was living in at the time, and I shoved it in there, and I, I shoved this you know log in there, and. I, I put the lid on it, and Alice was standing there. He's like, she's like, what are you doing, Max? I said, I'm going to mail this to my buddy. She's like, what? Well, you don't, are you, you going to put a note inside? Like, why would I put a note inside this? He knows where this is coming from. He knows this. He, he knows that I make this, and my family make this. This is a tradition. Nobody makes this like we do. Because it's true. Nobody bakes the same ever, or hardly ever. Um, so the very first time I... You know, boom. I didn't even put a return address on the box. I took it down and mailed it to him. Well, a week or so later, I get a, I get a mail. get the mail, and, and there's a letter from him. He's like, Max, I love you, man. He says, you have no idea how much I like these logs. Da, 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 da. He, was, he was telling me about it. And I'm showing Alice this. And he's like, my God, she, he knows you. He's like, well, how, why wouldn't he know me? He's my friend. You know, he knows I do this. How many other friends he has that does this? Um, so... Yeah, he's like, you know, to be quite honest with you, Max, I even like the ends, and there's another whole thing about ends versus middles on a log, but he's like, 
my wife and I look forward to having ends. There's only two ends on one log, so we each get an end. You know, we have we sit down in the morning, that we receive it, and we have it with our coffee. And I was like, that's that's cool, you know. So, anyways, there's this tradition. It's a great tradition, right? And, and to this day, I still mail stuff to him. I don't know, you know, I don't ever put anything on. I just mail it to him. He knows it's coming. He always sends a letter back saying thank you, you know. Um, it's a tradition, you know, making it. Giving it out for presidents, you know, it's just a tradition. So it's a great one. It's a great tradition. You know, uh, you just never know when you're going to make a memory, man. And have that memory turn into a tr- tradition, that's great. That's, there's, there's no higher praise in my mind. And I, uh, I, I respect that. I know that. I look forward to Black Friday now. I don't hunt anymore. But I'm still making memories and traditions with the family. This is the end of this episode. I hope you enjoyed it. I hope you learned a little something about me and my life. And remember, it's not my fault.